how bad do you want it? Like, <laughs> I, I just had two different experiences with very different mindsets. So these are vendors that we're looking to hire, right? And I got to share with you how both of these um, interactions went because it's a great reminder, a powerful reminder for me of just the question of how bad do you want whatever you're working towards? Let's talk about it. Leadership is the ability to facilitate movement in others toward a destination you can describe. I'm Russ Hill. I help build leaders. And this is the Culture Hacks Podcast. Make sure you don't miss an episode. Tap on the follow, plus, or subscribe button, and you'll get two new episodes each week. Thanks for listening to the Culture Hacks Podcast with Russ Hill. love how the economy is beginning to work like over the last five ten years and the the pandemic of course had a massive effect on this but this gig economy you, you know what we're talking about when we say the gig economy right i think sometimes you take for granted the people oh yeah i know what that means a lot a lot of you probably don't and that's okay so what does the gig we're working in the gig economy that that's the gig economy is really gaining steam and the pandemic um, really accelerated that. And what does the gig economy mean? Well, it means that instead of going and getting a job, I go and I get gigs. So you hire me for a so-called gig or a job, a task, a project, uh, whatever. And so so the, the way I work is totally different, not me necessarily, but a lot of people in the economy, in the marketplace out there, the, instead of going and getting a job and working eight to five at whatever company and being a part of this, this, um, this employee base, they don't become an employee. They become, um, someone who works in the a contractor in the gig economy. So I work for you over here and you hire me for that gig. And I work over here and you hire me for that and you, whatever. And th- this is how we've entirely structured our company. Like we don't want any full-time employees. For lots of different reasons, we think the most successful people in the current economy, in the current marketplace, aren't looking for that. And this doesn't apply to every industry, and there are lots of exceptions, but just generally speaking, this is, uh, this is what works for us, and, uh, and, and it could work for you too. And I'm going to talk about um, <laughs> two experiences I had trying to hire people in the gig economy because they could not have been more polar opposites, like massively different. And the takeaway from these experiences for me is, man, which one of these two people am I more like? Which two of these people or vendors are you more like? And what adjustments do we need to make? That's what I want to share with you in this episode. Welcome into the Culture Hacks podcast. I am Russ Hill. I make my living coaching and consulting senior executive teams at some of the world's biggest companies. LoneRockConsulting.com is where you can find out more. Did you know I'm actually thinking, uh, not that you really care or that it's a big deal to you, but I'm really thinking about changing the name of the podcast, which who cares, right? Like I should just do it, but because I don't think that this podcast is any more about just culture. Like at the time that I changed, so the quick evolution of this is when I started the podcast, it was called Decide to Lead. 
because I, I was super passionate about leading as a decision. And I was writing my first book, Decide to Lead, that has that title. And I thought, okay, the podcast ought to match the the book. And this was just a major theme of mine. And so I loved that. And then I thought, no, you know, about, I don't know what, 80 episodes in, 100, whatever it was, I, I decided to change it to Culture Hacks because I thought, no, I had to use the podcast to grow more um, consulting clients. And at the time, I was working at a consulting firm that specialized in culture management projects, right? So I thought Culture Hacks and culture is really unique and it was a hot topic at the time and yada, yada. So I changed it to Culture Hacks. And I thought that was a really good name. And now I don't work for that firm and I haven't for a few years. And I, I talk about all of this pertains, every episode that I, I do pertains somewhat to the culture of the team you're trying to lead or your organization or your family or kind of your personal culture too, if you will, your mindset. Um, but I don't really love that. I've never loved the name. And, and now a lot of the content that I'm putting out is about not just leading, but growing and success. And so I'm thinking about changing it. I was just going to say some of the names I'm thinking about, but I want to, I want to save them. And, and anyway, not that any of you out there care that it matters what the name, I, the podcast that I listen to, the people that I pay a lot of it to, I, half of them, I couldn't even tell you what the name of the podcast is. I just like that person. They bring value to me. I like the style. I like the way they do it. I like, I just, I get something out of it. And podcasts, most most podcasts, you come and go, right? Like you you binge, you listen for a while, you get a ton of uh, value out of it, and then you might banish, or you kind of it's kind of like food, right? Like go to that same restaurant over and over and over, like every week for a few months, and then you're like, okay, I kind of had my fill of that burrito, and then you so you, now you go and do something else, but then you come back and you're like, oh, I really like that burrito. So you instead of every week or going every month and then all of a sudden they have a new menu item or you like the burrito again, you're like, oh, I'm back to every week. And that's the same way that, that um, podcasts typically go, at least the way I consume. Like I binge, like I'm faithful listening to every episode of somebody. And then I kind of wonder for a while and maybe a week or a month or two or three months and then I come back. I don't know if you do that. Uh, with me as well, but you really don't care about the name of the podcast. You just, the value anyway. Okay. So, um, as I was saying, the name of the podcast that spurred that thought, um, gig economy. So man, I love so much about it. I just think I, I it goes back to what I've talked about so many times, which is, I think a salary is just, I totally agree with Naval Ravikant that a salary is an unhealthy addiction. I think it creates entitlement doesn't make any sense to me. I'd like medical benefits too. Like now that I've, I haven't had health insurance through an employer for three years and, and, and I'm, I've got a family of six that's in that situation that now that I'm on the other side of that, I think it's ridiculous, insane that companies offer health insurance. Like that's insane. Why do we do that? It just doesn't make any sense to me. Like for so many years, for most of my professional life, that's just how it is. And part of my decision on where to work was based on the benefit package. Now on this end as a business owner and as somebody who doesn't have that anymore, I'm like, that's stupid. Like why, why in the world would an employer offer someone medical insurance? Like that doesn't make any sense to me. And by the way, it's a total scam anyway, in my opinion. I haven't had it for three years. We've got all these family members. I've got a a, a colleague of mine, one of the found one of my business partners just had 
he had his heart operated on with no medical insurance. Now, we're part of a co-op, right, that you pay into, and they cover, cover like, catastrophic stuff, big stuff, right? But these little co-pays, like, you're basing your decision of who to work for based on them covering your $20 copay? Like, what? That doesn't, like, what if you could go out and double your salary at some other? It's a total hoax. And I see why employers do it because, well, anyway, this isn't an episode about health insurance, but... It's just my point is this this structure we have in our environment of you go and you work for that company and you're there for eight hours a day or 10 hours a day and they cover your health insurance and give you these benefits and they determine what days you're off and you're you're, and what 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 holidays you can take and they determine how much vacation you can have. It's just insane. It's just, it's, I mean, and I know, I know some of you are listening and parts of the economy work for big companies. You're a senior executive. You're like, Rush, don't say this out loud. <laughs> like, don't, you know, I'd like, do you have any thousands of people or hundreds of people work for me? And I, no, don't disrupt it. I'm not, yeah, I, I don't go to a client meeting, of course, and ever say this. But this is my little corner of the virtual world where I get to share what's on my mind. And I just, I step back at it and I go, it's just insane. Like why? So I I have friends, people that I know, and they have like two weeks of vacation. I had that when I first started up. And I, okay, 22, 25 years old is different, right? I get that. And you're trying to get, well, actually, it's not totally true. But I get wanting to get some stability, get some income, kind of get going and all of that. But I would say, man, as fast as you can transition over to working in the gig economy, I'll determine when I work and I'll determine I want to be paid for a project. I want to be paid for getting this task done. Um, and I want to be able to set my own schedule. And I don't want you to tell me I got two weeks, like two weeks. You give me 10 days of vacation. That's in. Does anybody still do that? That's insane. Two weeks. And then you determine what a holiday, like, no, I want to determine all that. I want to work my butt off from some of you are nocturnal. You're night owls. You do your, you're like, you're totally most active from like 7 PM to 3 AM or one at one, 1 AM. Like that's when you should be working. That's when you should, well, like, yeah. And others of you are, you're totally morning people. Your best work is like 5 AM to 10 AM. That ought to be your work day. But Anyway, so the gig economy, I'm a big advocate in case you can't tell we're structuring our company on it. So, um, whether it's, whether it's somebody facilitating a workshop for us, whether it's, uh, uh, somebody on a consulting project, whether it's somebody creating our, uh, lead in 30 portal, whether it's somebody, whatever it is, um, ghostwriting different content, creating the cover of a book, um, editing a video, posting content, doing our, whatever, all of the graphic design, building our PowerPoint decks, doing all these things. They're all gig economy. We pay people for per project and they have total freedom. They can work for anybody else they, they want out there in the economy. And then we just pay them for getting it done because we're not going to pay you to just show up. That's insanity. No one's paid to show up in the gig economy. You're paid to perform. So I'm out there interviewing. We're constantly interviewing people. Hey, we need a contractor for that. We need someone to do this. We need someone to do that. By the way, there are people like California is so anti-contractor and 
and certain states are, and they've got regulation. Like, get with it. I, I, when I see that, I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like, who do you think you're? Pro- you're protecting laziness. You're protecting entitlement. You're protecting all that sort of. Anyway, don't get me going. Um, oh, well, it's too late. So I'm I'm interviewing um somebody, a couple people, vendors, just as in the last few days. So I interview this one person, and I come across their content. And, and they're, 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 they're really good at what they do. They appear to be really good, but they're young and they're just getting started and they're kind of creating their company. So I come across this person on social media, send a direct message, get to their calendar, whatever we set up a a call. I do a call with this person. They're young and hungry, right? Or at least I thought. And so I'm thinking, man, we're like the ultimate a customer for them because we've got stability and and just name the price, right? Because I need this service. And this person comes into the call and just doesn't ha- like, they're nice and they're just young. I, 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 I'm, I'm not being too judgmental and I feel bad for the person. I just want to offer coaching to, to her about it. So she comes to the call. She's like this, that it's not really buttoned up. I'm saying certain things. She doesn't really know. It's becoming clear to me that, okay, she, she really is new to all of this. And, and so I don't know that I want to be a Guinea pig on this. And then, and then she says this. So that's what I'm thinking. Like, Oh, I'd really be kind of be taking a risk with this person. They're, they're clearly uh, getting up and going. Then she says to me, and at the time I'm recording this, it is November. Okay. So it's November of 2023. She says to me, okay, Russ, um, yeah, this would be great. And I'd like to, I'd like, this is what I'd like it to look like uh, from a contract standpoint, it'd be this much per month. And I'm thinking I'm, I'd pay double that. I'd pay double or triple that. And, but she doesn't know that because she's not asking the right questions and she's going in sheepishly. And, uh, and then she says, and I, and, and, um, you know, we've got the holidays coming up. Russ. And then, um, you know, got a real busy workload right now. So I'd be happy to start with this in January. Wait, what? January? <laughs> like, like it's November. The, so I'm, I'm here. You're on a zoom call with me. I'm talking to you. I'm real. I have a desire for your services. I have money to pay you and you don't want to start till January. Are you insane? I couldn't believe it. The call lasted another 30 seconds. It wasn't good. (laughs) I said to her and I tried to, I was, I was nice. You all, I was nice, but I said, Oh wait, January. She's like, well, we have the holidays coming up and then we have, um, you know, I've got a lot of customers that this, whatever I'm I'm thinking you don't even have like hardly any customers. You think you have a lot? You could have triple, quadruple what you have. You are turning down. So I said to her, I, that doesn't actually, that timetable doesn't really work for me. I, I need someone that could start right away. Like, let's just get going. I'm ready to go. And I'm, and so I'm interested in how she responds to that. She's bugged by it. She's like, oh yeah, that just won't work. Cause um, yeah, January is really when I could get you up and running. Okay. Well, thank you very much. End meeting. <laughs> click on the button, right? Unbelievable. Then she sends me an email today, a few hours ago. She's like, Russ, it was really good meeting with you. It was a very nice email. Very nice meeting with you. I've attached a contract and I know that you want to start now, but this is whatever. And so January would be a good time, whatever, whatever. I'm thinking you are, 
Your lack of urgency is insane. Insane, your lack of urgency. So my question is, are you her? Because some of you are. Yeah, we could do that, whatever. And you have this hunger, this desire for success. You want more than you have, right? Whatever. But you're showing up that way. Another, I got to jump here. Um, so another quick story. Then on Upwork, which if you don't know what Upwork is, it's where all half the gig economy people live. Um, I send an, a message to somebody. Hey, this guy in Idaho, same same kind of service, right? Hey, uh, just wondering if you know this would be something of interest to you. Within a few hours, response back. Yep, I'd love to get on a call and discuss this with you. I send them back the link to my calendar. Within thirty seconds of me sending that message to him, he scheduled time. When did he schedule time for? The very next available opening on my calendar. Urgency, desire hunger will figure it out gonna make it happen do you have any do I, I have no question which of those two a year from now is going to be more wildly successful a couple of experiences i wanted to share get you thinking about which of those two people are you more like who are you hiring who's on your team what are you rewarding which one of those mindsets i gotta jump hope that's valuable i'll talk to you in the next episode of the culture hacks or whatever it's called <laughs> podcast who do you know that could benefit from listening to this episode tap on the share button and text the link to a friend or colleague or write a post on linkedin and tag russ thanks for listening to the culture hacks podcast with russ hill